Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, this is Boys Don't Cry, part two of a discussion. Brains over brawn, bicep over book. Confirm McCann and Greg James untangle this. What about inte- intelligence as a turn on then? I mean, I know this is going to be niche as fuck now, but I do. Like, when if I see a hot girl reading a book, it does it for me. There we are, I've said it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, if I see a hot girl with yeah. a Penguin Classic, I'm like, yeah. Of course. What's her name? <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. Even if there's like a heat magazine hidden inside it, it would be the the effort would be appreciated. <laughs> wow. Do you not? Do you know what I mean? It's not many men say they find intelligence. T- if you ask, if you ask the average guy, the average and most people in this country are working class. Uh, what do you find intel? What do you find attractive about a woman? You'll get some crude answers followed by, and she's got to be a nice person. You wouldn't get. You know, it's important. She really likes literature. Yeah, I really sure. like the outdoors. Yeah. That's important to me. You know, that's just no. But, but you would you would get the answer. The, the most common answer would probably be fit <laughs> and banter. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But I guess you could you could say that banter was you know interesting attractive. chat or some good opinions or something like that or some ambition or some dreams so i guess that is depends what you mean by intelligence like there's True. sort of reading you know um reading classic literature and there's <laughs> just people who've got a great opinion on the government and brexit or whatever so i think there's that's, a sliding scale of that isn't there that's why farage gets so much fanny that's what i think is like define intelligence because i would True. I wouldn't class myself as an intelligent girl. However, however, I was single for a very long time. Now, I was always asking, why am I single? <laughs> I used to say to my, I'm not now, but I used to say to my friends and my mum, I was like, I just don't get it. Like, I feel like I'm wifey material. I can cook. I've got great banter in my, my, my eyes, I did. But I just didn't understand it. And I actually spoke to my friend. It makes me die because his name is actually Gary, which is... Uh, <laughs> the, the, I know do you the always voice, say that. Do the voice, Russell. <laughs> Gary, you go to food. At the end of the day, right? <laughs> <laughs> I said to Gary, I was like, why don't guys... I don't get it. Why don't guys want to date me or, or, take, or take it any further? And he was like, they're threatened by, exactly. I guess, your success. And whether you can... And this is why I say define intelligence because I wouldn't say... I I I have a very high IQ, no, you're, you're, but no, no, I, no, I guess that you I would could disagree. You 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 might not have gone down a traditional degree route, but when, you, when I watch, I used to watch Tawi religiously. I watched all those things, and you definitely 
more able to confidently and succinctly express yourself. Should we say that? You've got a point. You're going to yes. get through it. You're going to get to the point. It's going to make sense. You're going to order your thoughts. And you might Absolutely. be talking to one of the guys that are like, Jordan Sambuca, like he's just fucking spinning <laughs> around. <laughs> it can, some men find that threatening. Do you, is it something you said that was interesting earlier, but <clears throat> you, you know, you want a guy that is brainy, but can keep you on your toes because a lot of people see those two things as mutually exclusive like how can a guy like me and greg that we're not don't particularly want to break the law we want to stay on the track we were exciting <laughs> and fun when we talked but we're, we're within the rules how can we be subversive and exciting an alpha male if it's almost like the, the the two things are opposite but you said you want a guy to keep you on his toes with conversation and stuff like that what did yeah. you mean well i think i what i meant by that is i want someone to challenge me it doesn't mean that you've got to go out and break the law and be a bad boy and and not text back for a couple of days. I I mean more like keep me on my toes in challenging me. Like for example, the relationship that I'm in now, all of those behavior patterns that I would have done with a classic bad boy, like jealousy and rowing, he's just a brick wall that won't allow me to, to behave like that. So it's like, oh, okay. And it, it, he keeps me on my toes because I guess, I guess, ugh, I can't really explain it. Does that make any it's, kind of sense to you? It does, it, it does. It's a, tough, it's a tough one to square, though. It really is. But all of those things that you described about, you know, the bad boy, it's, sort of do, it's domineering, isn't it? It's like the loudest person in the relationship. And actually, the, mo- the most harmonious relationships are the ones where you let each other do your thing and then you sort of you, at the end of the at the end of the day the literal day you come together and you're like oh what were you doing today what's been going on that's sort of you've been you encourage that person to be brilliant whereas if someone is a very big loud personality and they are the bad boy in inverted commas then they're they're just it's like their show isn't it almost so and you're just yeah. going along with that relationship and you don't really have much of a much of a voice and much of a say so in a, much of a say so you're kind of being kept down i guess by those sorts of relationships and um, and men generalizing that they quite like to do that sometimes, like keep everything mm-hmm. at bay and be like, I'm in control of this. I know what I'm doing. I had um, I had a relationship before the one that I'm in now about a year ago. And he literally, everything that you would like about Fern or me. Yeah, yeah, Fern. And you, he, he despised. I like the way right? they were alternatives then. That was terrible. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. Me I and really her. hate it when, and I hate it when people and talk she... about themselves like that. When everything that you like about Pan, everything like, that like, you would uh, like, like about me, exactly. Everything that you would like about me, he really did not like. Oh. And he felt, he, he, I, I believe that he saw it as a threat. Mm. So he, he, he was like the ultimate alpha male and he really put me down. And how could you say that? That's so, and I was like, uh, because of previous relationship, I was like, no, this is not cool. Like, he's not supporting me. He's actually not challenging me. He's making it more clear for me to be like, I want someone that's, that's, and I think there is a turning point with, with women in particular that you, in the end, you just learn. Like, that's not cool anymore. That's not sexy. That's not attractive by putting me down and not treating me like shit, but just, just because of your ego and your insecurities, I can't be your punching bag because you don't, feel comfortable in your skin actually so I think it comes to a point where and this is what I was saying about challenging your partner that if if you I I feel like the best relationships are where you're both equally comfortable in yourself 
and then that's where you can both be individuals and work together as so I've sorry I'm, I'm waffling now but I've recently moved in with my new boyfriend right it's really weird Congrats. I've never lived with a boy ever <laughs> thanks it's so really? bizarre no wait a minute what you've never lived with a never lived with a bloke I've never lived with a boy Apart I'm, the, I'm so the opposite to you on like kiss a girl and then like moving yeah, in the same. next week. Yeah, I mean basically oh. I've never serial not monogamist. lived with a girlfriend. Yeah, same yeah. here. I'm serial monogamist. I'm like fall in love, it's forever heartbreak, and then I have about a week of shagging and fall in love the next weekend. <laughs> no, I've never lived with the boy. I've never. How done is it? it. How's and it going? Wow. It's, it's, we it's we masturbate really... a lot, don't we? Someone should have warned you. No, does that happen? Because does, he, does, not... he, um, does he disappear to the toilet for a while? Socks should not make a noise when they hit the floor. It's does, just he have, does, he, does he have long, does he have long baths? I did think it was strange why he closed the door when he went for a shower. Uh, actually, he did yeah. have a bath yeah. the other day. No, oh, my God, right. does that mean he's wanking? Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, he's wanking. That's fair. I'm sorry to cut you no, off. it's okay, I... as long as there's flannels to hand. Yeah, oh, uh, that's, I wanted to ask Greg about emotions because the more brainy a guy is, if you like, the more intelligent, the more able he is to express himself and all those wonderful things you've been talking about the more likely he is to express his emotions but here we come to another problem in the you ask 100 women in the street would you like to be the man that could tell you how he feels 100 women will probably say yes but back down on the battlefield <laughs> i think girls actually find it quite exhausting when they suddenly go out with a man that describes every emotion he's feeling oh my to, god to... yeah you've got to keep that in check uh, you, so because you, yeah you, you cannot be in a relationship where your girlfriend or your your wife or whatever is your therapist and yeah. if if you become too loud in that relationship that's really i've definitely had to learn that and that it should not be in fact actually bella talks about it sometimes if i if i come home and i've had a really stressful day or i'm just really tired from the show or some something's happened or something then it gets it might get to the point in the afternoon where she'd be like this has turned into the greg show today and i don't need this my type God. thing and that's you get really your headphones and pop shield and go indeed it has Bella and I'll be with you just after the news <laughs> here's my record of the week but I yeah but that's I think you, you have to learn and I've definitely got a lot better at that as I've got older but but what in, about in, expressing your emotions in a in a healthy way mm. just just you know men just talking about how they feel like when that first stage when you're first falling in love there's like men can get that wrong I know I know girls can get it wrong and and say I love you after one date and put a guy off but like I think men still we don't have the language and the tools to properly communicate this emotional language we either feel like we're being as Greg just described or it's too much it's turning into the Russell or Greg show or we're these sort of lumps of stone that never express how how they feel it's it's hard to know how to play it Fern. I would absolutely love my boyfriend to tell me in detail everything that he loves about me and more but <laughs> he hasn't done it he's told me he loves me multiple times i'm like but tell me like isn't it great like i just trust you i respect you i've never been as honest with anyone in this relationship in a relationship and like this is great like and he's like i love you and i think you're beautiful <laughs> and that's it and he was like i'm not going to continue to but yeah like i would love I would love just, I'd love a poem, if I'm honest. A poem? Mm. I've got a few I could read out if you want. Wait there, so you'd like your fella to, we don't know anything about this mysterious man. Are we allowed to name him or know what he does or is, it, or is he sort of hidden from public view? No, no, he's, he's called Jack and he's, he's very cool. He's very grounded. He's, yeah. Well, how how he old does... is he? His mum's let him out though, right? 
<laughs> oh god, he is actually younger than me. He's twenty six. Right. Okay. And what does are we? What does Jack do? Are we allowed so to ask what Jack? So he's he does house events and parties and a DJ. Oh, he can definitely do a poem then. I mean, if Get anyone who can DJ and count in beats of four and eight can definitely chuck out a bit of pentameter here and there. It's the least you deserve. I want a poem on Valentine's demand, Day. Demand a poem. A DJ's poem probably goes... I love thee. With like a Calvin Harris riff at the end. I want to move it on to the more literal brawn. I can't believe we haven't discussed it yet. But I grew up in Enfield and Essex. And it's definitely, my dad was a steroid injecting, semi-professional, competing, rugby playing, lifeguard, bouncer, fucking muscle bound, uh, Neanderthal, literally Dave from Essex, my dad, (laughs) literally. Uh, We had the beach up in Southend and he grew up in Barking. And uh, the literal appeal of Braun. So we're not talking about a David Beckham toned body type thing where you're just in shape, not too overweight, but don't look like you live down the gym. I think all of us, men and women, should probably try and keep healthy and do do move a bit more. That said, if you're listening to this and you're large and you're happy being large, I'm happy for. In fact, I'm jealous of you that you're happy with how you look. That said, it's not controversial to say I want to be sort of toned and in shape, and that Lindsay probably fancies me more if I am. Boom, and yet. We see the phenomenon, in certainly in Essex, you see it a bit in Cardiff and a lot in Newcastle, of these men that I think have gone way past what I like to tell myself women actually find attractive. We're talking 14, 15, 16 stone, 5% body fat. Clearly, in, they're not doing that with protein shakes, clearly. <laughs> you know, it's fucking ne- needle holes in the thigh, back acne, <laughs> temper, shrunken penis. It's what the women want. And uh, what the fuck is going on? I Why, don't know. Are, do you know any women that are actually... I know there's the odd one, but most women don't want to date someone that looks like he's going to follow through if he twists his neck too quickly. <laughs> I don't find that look attractive at all. I never have done, even when I was younger and into the bad boys. I think it's gross. I don't get it. I think... I, d- I don't know why they're doing it, if I'm honest. These meatheads that... Well, are roided up, that only live out of Tupperware and lift heavy weights. I don't find it interesting or attractive. Soz, I admire the fact that you can... Oh, the fucking AirPods with my earlobes, I swear to you. <laughs> I told you. I so admire you listening through the wall can... your boyfriend masturbating. <laughs> oh, I admire Jack? the fact that they can... Jack, like, that's a long really... bath, Jack. <laughs> I'm just writing a poem. Well, why is there a rhythmic pounding against the tile there? <laughs> I'm writing it in the steam. I just want to get the timing of the poem right. One, two. <laughs> oh, this is such boy chat. No, it it's, is. The it point is. is. No, it's not boy chat. It's intelligent boy chat. We're talking about wanking whilst doing a haiku. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring it back there, Greg. You made it even funnier. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, an evolutionary psychologist of California State University, Aaron Luzovesky, said there would have been benefits ancestrally of women going, you know, with female homo sapiens going with the biggest, strongest, brawniest guy. So girls listening to this shouldn't feel too guilty if that's what you're attracted to. There's an evolutionary reason. But the reason there's that um, cutoff is apparently in the uh, there was a certain point where if the size disparity was too much between men and women in our species, there was a risk of uh, aggressive, coercive control, which explains why the modern homo sapien female feels this tug between brawn and nurture. And it also explains why sense of humour is attractive because you think about it, if me and Greg are the two lead apes, the two lead homo sapiens defending the cave and they come to attack and we are able to defuse the situation using humour, everyone lives. <laughs> so we're as valuable as, you know, Gary with his club that goes... Yeah, but you just don't, you don't need that anymore. That's the thing, isn't it? That you, don't, we've, you don't... You don't it's there's not, many there's no things we don't it. need that we can't get rid of. I don't need yeah. I don't need a temper. I don't need to blush when I'm embarrassed. True. No, but you don't mm. you don't literally you don't need to kill an animal. So there, no. there was like a strength thing which was you needed to actually mm. provide and and provide food for your family or your your partner or whatever. So So strength has changed. So what would be good examples of male strength for 2021 then, Greg? We could throw out into the universe, please. I actually think sort of removing uh sort of turning yourself down a little bit in a relationship so that the other person can have some space i suppose actually, restraint, yeah restraint is strength isn't it men have to restrain themselves mm. because they are naturally um tend to be naturally bigger and stronger and you know historically with with the patriarchy men are given more and men are, have a louder voice and they're in positions of more positions of power and all those sorts of things so you have to i think you have to dial yourself down I think that's definitely something that we've that, that me and Bella have talked about a lot, um, especially over the last few years about just men in general. You just need to allow other people to speak and allow other people to have their say and their moment. And um, and I think that's men's job in a way is to sort of shut up a bit. 
Yes, Fern, of course you can. Do you need to pop to the Thank loo? Thank you. Sorry, I'll be two minutes. <laughs> the, the, oh, irony, the, the irony there that Fern didn't feel like she could interrupt me to say that yeah. she needed a wee as well. So, that's the so, whole problem. Like you, so you for should... listeners, what just happened is Fern actually urinated herself rather than interrupt the alpha male that was speaking. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> the whole thing's awful. Like that's like, Yeah, it's all wrong. It's interesting shit, isn't it, Greg? Like, cause you like it to, is. You like to think we're so post all of this. I mean, God, what is it? 1998, men and women are different. And as soon as you start to talk about it... You realise there's a bunch of 21-year-old lads that are going to go on exactly the same journey that we went on. And that, yeah, okay, it's great. We now respect and identify non-binary people in between. um, And we need to work on that. But but the people who who are... are still considering themselves binary. We're not advancing as much as we should. But I feel when I was thinking about, you know, this topic for the podcast, I was thinking back to what I was like at sort of 16, 17, 18. And it was never oh, what could I bring to that girl I fancy's life? Mm. It was much more, that girl's going to make me feel a lot better. Mm. And that was a, that's a huge problem, isn't it? That's just a huge... Uh, not, I'm not saying that, that that's wrong to feel like that because that's just naturally how I felt and it wasn't like I was an awful person. I didn't think I was awful. But I, uh, I, when I grew up, I realised, oh, actually, this is an actual human that I need to make sure is okay as well. And it's not just all about me. And I'm going to go out with her because that will make me feel amazing. It's actually, well, am I any good for that person? Yeah. Are they going to have a nice time with me? And that, I guess that's the thing I learned as I grew up. But that so, is, it is quite a dangerous thing, isn't it? Because you're just like, oh, she's fit. That will make me feel really great and I'll look amazing. But actually, just, is, that, is she okay in all this? Yeah. Well, uh, there's, loads, there's only one last thing I want to touch on before we go, because there's loads there for people to think about as they go out on the pool in socially distanced pubs when they reopen very soon. Please, it is, that's the other bloody COVID thing. It's bloody hard to go on the pool during COVID because you can't flirt from two metres away. It's almost impossible. <laughs> nice eyes. What was no, that? Nice eyes! What? Can't you hear me, you bitch? It's going to sound threatening. What, what was, what's really good, and I'm sure you've done this as well, Russ, is that when me and Bella started talking, we... We just texted for ages because we just we started chatting online on Twitter because mm-hmm. I found her quite funny on Twitter. So we just started chatting and then we just texted for ages and it was we didn't need to see each other. But when we did actually go on a date and I plucked up the courage to say, should we go for a drink at some point? Um, we had loads of stuff to talk about. So there was none of that awkward. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if we get on because we did get on. And then it was sort of confirmation of like, oh, yeah, definitely fancy you. Well, this is going to be really nice. Funnily enough, Lindsay, I, Lin, I met Lindsay. Well, Greg knows when I met Lindsay right in the middle of my sing- I'd never been single before. Never. So talk about late developer. I'd gone from age 16, fall in love. I'd never had a one night stand. Nothing. I'd done nothing. I don't think I'd even snogged a girl in a nightclub. I'd had four, five massive re- relationships. Um, and then I decided I was going to have a year that was the complete opposite, like what an 18-year-old lad would live. It was t- pathetic, really, but a lot of fun. It was very fun to watch. <laughs> um, but, the, uh, but Lindsay did something in, in that year, and, and it was quite a tour of duty, that, I've ne- I've did, that most girls don't do, and I've not heard of any other woman doing. Yes, we did the find, I did find her on Twitter. Yes, she was funny. About three messages on Twitter, she went straight to voice call. Just phoned me. No yeah. <laughs> Now you like want to talk that. about confidence, confidence being attractive to men. 
that worked on me, ladies. If you, she was like, this is ridiculous. And because she's northern, she's got quite an old lady voice, Lindsay. Even though she's a beautiful looking girl, she sounds a bit like, you know, northern nano voice. So it took me by surprise. I'd never heard her. I'd seen her in my, sh- I'd lectured her in my show and she tweeted me. So I remember, I remember what she looked like and I'd seen her Twitter banter, but I'd never heard her voice. He was like, all right, I just thought I call for a chat makes more sense. And it sounded like, you know, like a man putting on a girl's voice. <laughs> but the confidence of it, I was thought, this, this girl, I've got, we've got to go out on a date. Now, hardly any women would do that. I don't know of any, another woman that's ever done that, like straight to voice call. Oh, I do like a voice note. A voice note. Voice, that, note. voice note's still safe. Voice note's safe. To dial and connect. Go, hello, it's fan, it's fan here. You know, let's, this is ridiculous. I'm not texting. We're not 14. Let's chat. I mean, it's, the first it, that time, is, it's bold, isn't it, it? It is bold. But I did that to Bella, actually. I called her after our first, I think, the first couple of dates. And she went, she didn't say hello. She went, what are you doing? <laughs> You're breaking protocol. <laughs> yeah. What are you What are you doing? <laughs> just a quick, just want to check check in with childhoods because there is some evidence that suggests our dating lives will mirror a little bit of what went on when we were growing up. Um, so I, like I say, I didn't, I had sort of overbearing alpha male dad and that definitely made me the opposite, quite sort of wanting to be a feminine skiff around, just be the opposite type of masculinity. I just found it interesting. First of all, just to annoy him. And then I realised that none of the other boys at my school did that. And I've always wanted to be different and like to show off by being, you know, first one up dancing on the dance floor at a wedding. Mm. Um, Not scared to talk about my feelings with a group of girls, things like that. Um, So I, it definitely made me the opposite, but it's also made me want to seek long-term relationships. And because, you know, my mum and dad were were stable relationship. Your dad, alpha male, Greg, or cricket jumper, book reader, or somewhere in between? Yeah, he's he's definitely not alpha and he's definitely not sort of cricket jumper either. He, he is, he's one of, uh, he's one of seven kids and was sort of left, left his, left his hometown and, and, wanted to be a teacher so just sort of tried to study and he was the only one who really left and studied and and went to college and stuff and then became a he was a head teacher but he was never alpha um and my, but I think my I, I what about the I'm relationship like, your mum and dad have do you feel that's impacted on how you go about your dating life and what you look for um, in a woman or the shape of your romantic life or do you feel it's not relevant I guess so I mean my, my sister is older than me and my mum uh, was like I, I hang, used to hang out with my mum a lot. We used to play a lot of a lot of sports. She was a PE teacher, so we used to play a lot of sport together. And I guess I sort of had a, kind of an old fashioned childhood in that I just used to like go and make stuff, or I would just be happy just sitting around drawing something or writing next something. Next to the or wireless, fil- quite literally something. next to the wireless. Yeah, or listening to something, <laughs> or or sort of playing sport or something. So I never, I don't know. It was it was just very. I think it was just a very sort of comfortable childhood. So but I you've never really... To, you've sought to emulate that sort of pleasant... Comfort's I guess so. a dodgy, Comfort's a dodgy word. It can sound like it's a sort of backhanded compliment, but there's nothing wrong with being comfortable as in emotionally yeah, safe. Yeah. Well, they always... I'll tell you what, they, they, they're very funny. They, they, they were always quite silly in the house. So I, I've always quite liked the idea of finding someone that I find funny and that and and obviously they find me funny too so just sort of having a having a laugh together is well, I guess was quite important so I've always quite I've really been attracted to people who make me laugh I guess like my mum and dad do for each other and I just Correct. quite like a household that is funny so that that's probably it but nothing I don't think anything massively overarching okay well Fern what about you I don't know much about your yeah. background actually um if you're right to talk about it you don't have to talk about anything yeah. you don't want to talk about 
so what sort of would you say would you say the structure of your childhood has had any bearing on how your romantic life has gone up to the age of 30 okay so if you look at it just on paper you'd be like what like why on earth I had a really normal childhood my parents were you know pretty straight going and um and and normal and I always went for bad boys so you could say on paper that doesn't make sense but in my opinion I believe that every single one of us even like Greg you're like oh I'm not sure like maybe but like I I I believe that our childhood and how our parents were it's monkey see monkey do and whether it's in your face or not you it's all learned behavior you know how we are in relationships and how we are uh, with with other people as has been learned and taught from somewhere so for me because i always went after someone who might have not have texted me back or um who maybe you know dumped me and then picked me up after whatever i i believe because that was i was always like ah crying after the attention of my dad and he left my house when i was a teenager at the prime right. age so yeah i i really believe like I really believe that how your parents were or what happened in your childhood or early teenage years or how they were in a relationship massively, massively mm. impacts how you are in relationships moving forward. And unless you kind of seek therapy or do a little bit of self-work, you, you won't realise that. Do you know what I mean? fantastic that's really I mean, interesting yeah i think i think what we've we learned is if you can read penguin classics whilst doing bicep curls you're gonna you will literally <laughs> clean up lads that's that's what we've learned I mean, oh. massive massive guns big library that's going to be my tinder name when linda, linda dumps me <laughs> <laughs> look how big my guns are i can hold so many books at once <clears throat> i mean anything to you want to add there greg because we're conscious we're running out of time oh yeah but. just just quickly um I think that's really interesting, that fern. And I, I was just thinking actually a bit deeper about about what it was like in my house when we were growing up. Mm. And what I do remember is my dad's job being very dominant, and mm. it being like a, a cloud. If he had a bad day, that would mm. set the mood of the house. So Whole I guess family. I have to, yeah. I definitely have to. I definitely have had to battle against that and not emulate that a little bit because sort of your dad comes home in a storm yeah. I think that's a that's the thing that I really there's traffic hard. on the way home now your evening's going to be shit that was yeah a little bit of that I think and then my dad so actually, effectively he was the alpha male like he I guess so, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, do you know what absolutely. I mean so yeah and it was very much dependent on his mood and he would yeah. sort of, he would just turn the whole mm. atmosphere of the house I suppose so that, that's definitely something to that I've had to to be conscious of and work on but um he also got quite ill. He was he was quite he suffers from depression. He got quite ill and had to yeah. lo- he, he had to leave his job. I mean, he was about fifty, and I think mm. I had to then assume a bit more of the role of the the main man of the house, which was a, mm. a weird thing to have to do when you're fifteen or sixteen, and that was that was also quite odd. But um, yeah, there's you, you, it's when you unpick stuff from your childhood. It's quite interesting, isn't it? And you look at the stuff. So but, interesting. Um, I think. I think we're doing all right for now. Well, we're all doing okay, thank God. Uh, and we are, we're out of time. So I've, obviously I've got um, three sets of 10 I want to hit and I'm way over on my next protein shake. So I'm going to wrap this up right now. Uh, and I need I've to also, go and have a long old bath. I've got, I've got to post some selfies for the Gjeldem. We'll be tuning into my feed later. So thank you very much uh, for listening. My awesome guests, uh, Greg James and Fern McCann. If you've just 
stumbled upon this episode because you're followers of my guests, highly likely, please do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Make sure you search for all new Boys Don't Cry. There's two feeds of the old series, also confusingly hosted by me, and you want all new Boys Don't Cry. It's got the green artwork. Hit subscribe, leave a review, leave a kind one. There's enough hit in the world, guys. Um, so wherever you go, Spotify, um, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, subscribe there. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Russell Kane. Thank you to my guests. Thank you for being here. Thank you. We'll see you again next time, lads. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.